It's Tiffany. It's Nicole. It's Saya. I'm Carol. And this is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. So for this week, we're talking about friendship breakups. Have y'all experienced it? Jesus. That's why I had that one. Been here. Been through, been through that. But before we get into that. Okay. So this week's cultural reference is a tweet by Majesty Rhea. Aka Tory Nicks 2.0. I'm not, it reads, I'm not just I'm just not interested in complicated relationships with friends, family, or lovers. I'm not interested in constantly explaining what I meant. I'm not interested in making sure we're on good terms because you're acting weird. I'm not interested in shrinking myself to make us equal. Mm. All right. So we were talking about like some famous friendship breakups and so we thought about one, Joan and Tony mm. from girl, the show Girlfriends, which was a huge blow up. Um, first of all, they were both terrible friends to each other. So, I mean, <laughs> yes. It was bound to happen. Yeah, it was just bound to happen. Terrible Eventually. friend, just slash person. Yes. yes. <laughs> Period. Her. Full stop. <laughs> yes. And then for those of us, like, as we're bringing it more modern and current, if you haven't caught up on Girlfriends on Netflix. Um, Which, wait, can I interject really quickly? Yeah. Because have y'all watched Girlfriends recently? Yeah, I just... I just mm-hmm. binged it. Okay, mm-hmm. did you realize that the the very first episode? Yes. Okay, is a wild friendship yeah. violation. Yes. Okay. I, I, oh, I rewatched. I was like, wow, Tony, mm-hmm. you've been trash since episode Day one. one. <laughs> 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 like not not to mention that like Joan is also a ter- like not a great friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Tony, you are wild, my nigga. Like yes. terrible, wild. Um, but if you're also I don't know in two thousand one uh, or twenty. 20 i guess um and you watch insecure there's also Issa and molly yeah. they had a little bit of a tiff um not to be confused with tiff on the show or tiff in our podcast i hate that that's a phrase i hate it but they also had issues with um with their feeling like a friend has overstepped so with that being said have you guys experienced a friendship breakup it's like a resounding yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had oh, more sure. than one. <laughs> a multitude. A multitude. I feel Look like I've had works. one main one. I feel like sometimes I, I'm also the friend that like we may not talk for a while, but if I see you, we pick up right where we left off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's only like one relationship I can think of where it's like, we just don't fuck with each other no more. Okay. Uh, uh, are we going to story time or are we just going to leave it broad? How are we doing this? No, I feel like, let's, just, let's go straight into story time. Okay, okay. Okay, I'll kick it off. So, <laughs> geez. Um, it's like one of those. Say her name. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> you don't even know if it was <laughs> You don't even know if it was a her. See, Ooh, there. Oh, fair. Mm-hmm. All right. 
But I know um, this person, so it is a hair. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is why I had the candidate. This is why I've had multiple friendship breakups. <laughs> My mouth is so reckless. <laughs> but at least you're aware that I your am. mouth is reckless. Is it better. good if she's aware but doesn't change? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait a minute. I have changed. Yeah, I have yeah. changed. Thank you. <laughs> you disrespect. A change. It's going to come over. <laughs> Wow. We're, let's talk about your story. Ooh, okay. Well, we ain't broke up. We ain't never going to break up. Okay, we not. We's together. We've been family We're not too friends. Long. Yeah, we family. Right. Okay, so. But let y'all F up, though. Okay. <laughs> you ain't going to do not a damn thing about it. What doesn't keep us together is Carol's reckless mouth. <laughs> okay, okay. If the so, podcast breaks up, it was my fault. <laughs> Okay. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. So, I had been friends with someone since like high school, like early high school, and it was like the type of friendship where you talk to that person every day. Mm-hmm. Like you go to school with each all day. Yeah. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. Right. Um. And we talked. We would get home from school because at the time we didn't have cell phones for real. So, Aww. you know, you go home and you get on the phone again. Like y'all just won in school all day. Um, and then I, I'm not going to say I didn't play a part in the friendship breakup because, because I think we both did things. Mm. Um, but, um, it got like, you grow, but you grow apart Mm -hmm. a little bit. Like you start doing things, you start moving different. I'm starting to move different and you trying to mix and mingle. And then it almost felt like getting together was a task Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) Y'all know me. I'm fairly simple. <laughs> if it feels like a task, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Invite me, but no, I'm not coming. <laughs> I want to be invited, but no, I'm not coming. Right. Um, so it was becoming a task, and I felt like I was having to put on all the time mm. for this individual. Mm-hmm. And again, y'all know me. I don't like to put on for nobody. I'm just me all day. Um, so we got to the space where we just kind of fell off. And it wasn't like any blow up or anything. Also, nothing happened. I mean, like I said, a few things happened. <laughs> you didn't say that. that we're not gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna she necessarily talk about. She, she were these like, things addressed, or were they just passively enacted and not? Kinda. <gasps> Wait, kinda. which one? There was two different things you said. Well, so addressed, I feel I'm like assuming. Okay. yes, they they weren't like physically addressed. It wasn't like we didn't. But, <laughs> That's not what I mean. I don't mean like physically addressed in that no, way. I mean, like, we didn't, we never sat down and talked about. So I didn't fight. And actually, no, we did not have a fight. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of had things going on. You living your life, I'm living my life. Okay. But we'll stay in communication, kind of like we don't talk for a while, but we pick right back up. Mm-hmm. So we did that for a while. And then I just got to a space where I was like, I'm just not going to do this with you no more. Um, like, she moved across the country and. There wasn't like we've always we even we never really had a bunch of distance, but even the little bit of distance, it wasn't like you make a plan to go there. And we it wasn't a whole lot of again, it felt like a task. So mm-hmm. she moved across the country and then mm-hmm. it just so happened. <laughs> I cannot say it to you. <laughs> moved across the country and it just so happened that 
I had to go out there for another situation for a, like a, an event. And then we connected and the connection seemed to be very genuine. We had brunch and there were, you know, I apologize and there's tears and like, I'm like, we don't have to do this right now, but okay, we're doing it. Um, it's happening. Because at the time I wasn't a crier like I am now. Well, I was more so like, what? Okay. Just get it off your chest. Cause Clearly, you have to get it off your chest, and then we can move past it. So I felt like we had moved past it, but I'm also at the time I got pissed off really easily, and I happened <laughs> to miss my flight, my red eye flight from from the West Coast here to the East Coast, and it just triggered me, and I went smack off. Like, was it this person's fault you missed your flight? Yes. Um, okay. Yes. It was. Uh, Insults injury. Uh Uh-huh. It was. Like, I felt like we had tried to heal, and it was like, there was a scab, and then this scraped my scab off. Okay. And then I just went smack in, and if, not that I claim anything Zodiac, but if anybody knows anything about a Scorpio, when we sting, that thing hurt. Okay. (laughs) Like, to a point where I was like, I knew I should have never fucked with you. My mama told me not to fuck with you. (laughs) And even Um, and even then, like, because I miss my flight, there it was a red eye. So there were no other, the only other yeah, flight that was going out, out, I couldn't because it was a completely different airline. Mm-hmm. So there, I would have had to pay and my, my money won't long. So I had to like sit in, in the airport and they were like, do you want me to come back? I was like, fuck no. Because <laughs> if you make me late for my 7 a.m. flight, then I'm going to be really, really, really pissed. So after that, like after I gave her all types of smoke mm-hmm. all of that i was just like you know what we just we cool where we at because you clearly in a different space and i'm in a different space um not over a misflight well it's like one of those things where it was like a catalyst to all of the other things the so, things you didn't talk about at i was gonna say so right. like, did she air her armor. grievances but you didn't air yours right. no we we kind of both aired our grievances mm-hmm. but it was but over, you had more yes it was over <laughs> drinks <laughs> And, you know, you know, you start getting loose lip when you drinking or whatever. So I'm sure. And of course, because we were drinking, I don't remember some of the conversation, but um, I felt like we had got to a place where we could potentially heal. Mm-hmm. Begin to heal. Right. Yes. Where we could begin to heal. So and then it just kind of made it worse. But the beginning didn't wait, start. so everyone wants to know how it was this person's fault that you missed your flight and not yours. Everyone. Okay, me. Everyone being me. I'm like, hey, y'all didn't want to know. So I want to know how it was their fault, not yours. So I just assumed it was LA. (laughs) She timed it wrong. Well, it was timing. It was, (laughs) can you drop me off? Like, because the whole concept was we're going to go to brunch and then they would drop me off at the airport. Mm -hmm. First of all, they brought people to brunch that we did not discuss. Mm -hmm. A man. Always a man. It's begin but didn't start. Right. (laughs) The grievances between us has always been around a man. Mm. Um, And in this situation, I was like, okay, you can just take us to the airport because I don't mind posting up at airport and sitting if I know I'm going to be on time for my flight. Mm -hmm. What I don't want to do, 
like I say, I'm a little thick. She's not running through an airport. <laughs> I'm not. I'm going to take my time and get to my gate. Mm-hmm. And the person we were with was driving me. I was like, just drop me off at the airport. It's cool. And it just so happened that I chilled just a little bit because my <clears throat> flight got delayed. So I was like, okay, I can breathe a little bit because they decided instead of, no, it's fine. We're, we're just going to run to the house real quick, pass the airport, and then come back. But we came back a scenic way. And I'm just like, yo, I'm gonna scenic. miss it. Yeah, yes. Like, Why are we doing scenic? I don't. To be honest, <laughs> I don't know because it, uh, this is not my area. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I'm, that was the first time I ever been to LA, mm-hmm. and I don't know the airport like that. You take I, a shortcut. They talking about scenic. Also, traffic in LA is terrible. It is. And they knew that I didn't. So in my mind, I'm thinking it's moving like 95 traffic. Like, okay, it's gonna move eventually. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the case. Yeah. So. I mean, despite all of that, it it re-sparked an issue. Years later, we've been able to be casual. Like, mm-hmm. on occasion, there's the obligatory happy Mother's Day um, or happy birthday. Tell your family I said hi because I have a genuine care for her family. They've always treated me well, and I appreciate them. Um I hope they appreciate me. I don't know. But, you know, how things get in translation. But nonetheless, um, even recently, I think what within the last year, she happened to be in town and we met up for brunch. But it was literally for me. If you're listening, look, this is just my heart. <laughs> if you're listening. Where's <laughs> a I don't is that the sound you want? No. Okay. Um it was a it was nice, but we will never be where we used to be. Yeah. It's where it boils down to. Is okay. while we had breakups, it it will never be the same between the two of us. We will never like your bowl is cracked. Right. And it's you're not the first person I'm gonna call if something major happened. Like I think she even recognized that because she was like, she even said, She's like, Nicole, if you get married, can I just get an invite to a wedding? Like, because she knows. Not like she's asking. not on on the at the top of the list. But no. I think that's just where <laughs> where we are. <laughs> um, and I can appreciate it. I hope she appreciates it. But I mean, when you grow, sometimes you grow apart and not together. Yeah. So I think that's just what that is. Absolutely. Mm. That's true. Saya? Um, the only one I can think of. Um, well, actually, no, I just thought of another one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think the first one that, that sticks out that I'll I'll fully admit to being probably the main catalyst as to why it broke up is the one I want to talk about because I don't know how often people want to say the reason this thing broke up. So I'm willing to stick it out there first. But um, I was um, in, had moved from one part of town to another one, started a new school, um, started hanging out with one young lady. At the time we were thick as thieves, always hanging out. All the time. Um, Others came into our group over time. And by the time we hit, um, what was it? Uh, Moving in from eighth grade into high school, you know, changed schools and high school. I just remember being like, one of the girls I didn't, I in the group I didn't vibe with, but that was her new role dog or whatever. Could have been jealousy, possibly. 
but also I just didn't I didn't like her like that but they were real cool so they were hung out all the time and I was at the point where I didn't really want to do that <clears throat> too much anymore and then I also to be completely honest um realized when I moved schools um I was very shy didn't talk a lot didn't say a lot and that group was very much that we were very quiet reserved no sports no outgoing things um very nerdy very white i'll put it that way as well um because i was the only black girl out of the group um white (laughs) um but needless to say still my friends but i got to the point when i got in high school and i realized i was like i don't really mess with her like that i'm not even really sure if we're that cool anymore I mean, I like, I'm friends with you and I, I like you, but I'm not liking where this relationship is going with your other friend. And I was like, and I really am ready for a new crew. Like, I'm just like, this is not me. Like, I've kind of outgrown this scenario um, for myself. And versus, because I was starting to make the group, there's a lot of tension between me and the other girl. And I was just like... Mm. I don't, I don't even want to do this no more. Like, and my friend was trying to keep us together, wanted us to all be friends. And I, I was already, I'd already checked out. So us trying to do this, I had already made my mind up. I was like, I, I want to, I want to try a different side of me. I've never really hung out with a lot of black people. I never hung out with a lot of the, the athletes that I play sports with a lot. I want to just see what's on the other side. <laughs> like, right. I'm not it's the grass cream. Yes, it's the grass cleaner, and so. Um, you know, I made the decision. I, it was a heated argument. I remember exactly where it was. You fought her? No. Okay. A heated argument. Why do you want to write this? I know. There were no <laughs> hands that were thrown, but I just remember. The listeners want to know. I'm just asking yes. the questions they have. No, I'm not. A, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Just so you know. But, uh, no. So uh, you can't fight? Yes. <laughs> She ain't got no hands. I got hands, but I prefer not to use them unless I'm back. So you got hands, but you got sick with them. Keep them gloved until necessary. Okay. Um, No, so yeah, we just got into this huge argument. And I know, I can't remember what I said. But I know I was foul. <laughs> that's, look, that's always yeah, like you. Is that you? I don't feel remember, like, I'm not as lethal with my tongue as I used to be. Well. But I let everything that I felt during that the last six to eight months, all, all of it was unleashed. Mm-hmm. And I, I walked, I remember we were downstairs and I walked up the stairs and I know they were just sitting there with their mouths open because I... Your mama. <laughs> no, either way, I just know... I'm, you know, when people say this, that somebody's always somebody's villain, I know I'm. Somebody. And I know I probably, you know, I'll take that for whatever it is. But for me, it was a pivotal point in my life and it worked out for me in the way in which I've handled friendships from that point. I think from that point on, I recognize too, if I'm not really vibing with somebody i don't even really do a cutoff and i I find very interesting like even thinking about how friendship relationships work and whether or not there's a breakup or anything like that i think i can only remember there being that one and like one other one other than that like i've literally just been like if i don't mess with you then 
I'm just gone. Like, I don't fuck yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yo, stupid ass hoe. I ain't fucking with you. That's such a good song. <laughs> Shout out to Big Sean. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I just, I think from that point on, I just realized I'm going to be true to myself. Yeah. And I, if you're not robbing with me or I don't feel like you're vibing with me, I don't even consider it a friendship breakup. You just probably was an associate and we're just going to keep it moving. Yeah. Right. Interesting. All right. Well, I had three. Um, that are prominent in my brain. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't answer that kind of thing. Oh, no, wait. Let me do it again. Sheesh. <laughs> Is that the right movement Is for that? that? I think so. That's oh. what it looks like. Okay. So that's what the kids do at my house every day. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Interesting. I've never seen it before. All right. So the first one. Event? Yeah. Thank you, oh, no, I've definitely seen it before. Wait, I just didn't know that was a sound. In the veins? No, it's. Oh. I, drug addict. <laughs> that was not the association with that. What did you say? Ice, Ice in the veins. veins. Ice. Oh. So what's. what? I don't understand the correlation. So it's like you're pointing to your veins? Yeah. Ice. Like you cold as ice? Okay. And anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I'll you go to the other one. I was like, catch a vibe. Yeah. Okay. So now you just have to do a drugs. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway, you have three of them. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for the call. Three that are like stick into my mind that um, are prominent. So the first one was with my nigga Debbie. Um, oh. <laughs> we name names. Yeah, yeah. We name names. Because they friends now. Yeah. Only because. Are you gonna name the other people's names? That's uh, okay. Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> only Debbie her because she's literally my best friend um, now. After we made up. <laughs> so, what y'all came look, back from? There's yeah, light at the end of the is, tunnel. It's very impressive. Sometimes. So, yeah, for her, um, my mouth has always been reckless. It was a little bit more reckless in my early 20s. Speak your truth, queen. <laughs> um, so she did something where I thought was disrespectful. And at the time, I just couldn't let anything slide. Um, so I... Or have tact. Yeah, or have any tact at all. Or... Um, so I kind of snapped on her, um, not realizing that she was my ride back to school. <laughs> so we were in Virginia. I had to get back to North Carolina. I snapped on her in Virginia. <laughs> she left me. <laughs> Rightfully so. I was say, well, hindsight. Um, I probably should have snapped on her after I got in her car. <laughs> Either we're both going or we're neither one of us are going. You know what I mean? Like, unless I'm not getting out at that point until I get to my destination. Um, But where I effed up at, it was I wasn't in the car yet. (laughs) So she left me. This is funny now. At the time, I was pissed. Okay. Watch that smoke on them cars. Just gone. Um, So I had to, and she left me and someone else. So, like, my mouth. (laughs) So your mouth got you and somebody else in trouble. Yes, yes. You know what? Um, oh, is this pre-Uber? Yes. yes. Well, pre-Uber. Man, all, we're in different states. We're like four hours away from our destination. Call? Your parents? Okay. No, I can't call my parents. Exactly. Not taking me. So, so I, what I, I ended up doing was like, um, my friend took me and her like half, like we were in Fredericksburg. They took us to like, in like Richmond or Petersburg or something like that. My boyfriend at the time happened to be in Emporia. So he picked us up there and then took us back to school. Oh, it was a lot Jesus. happening. Okay. Um, so Stress I got well. back, but um, when I got back, 
Debbie's a queen that knows boundaries. Can we also assess that? Yes. 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 At the time, I went to calls your called your. She was. She sure did. Oh, that's what you wanted. To do? Yeah, she did. I wanted to um, oh, punch your her. mouth write this check. Man. Right, it sure did. I wanted to punch her in her throat at the time, um, and we didn't talk for two years after that. Um, but I'm also not the person like you're going to be uncomfortable, not me. Mm. So like we had a lot of mutual. We're we're sorority sisters, and so our line sisters. So we like did a lot of things and situations. Um, and so we were, we had to be in the same room mm. and she's very much a person who was like, let's just address it. I'm like, no, like <laughs> you let me stranded in another state. I am never talking to you again, but we're going to be together. We're going to be in, um, in the same space and you're going to be uncomfortable. It's like, you're going to feel <laughs> my wrath. Oh God. And I'm also like, but you're also not going to ex- exist to me either. So you can speak to me and I'm going to walk past you, she but said, you're going to feel I the tension. Really you. So uncomfortable. Yes. yes, exactly. That's exactly, you. that's what I was on. So like, I wanted her to feel uncomfortable. And so that's how it was for probably the next semester. It takes a lot of energy. It did, but I was happy with it. Okay. Okay. time. Okay. Um, Petty queen was where I was at. violence. Yeah, I definitely chose violence. You like it? Yeah. She's a violence and you ain't got no hands. I'm not, you're right. I can't fight either, but I'm tall. So a lot of people don't try me. Um, I'm just glad they don't. Try Jesus. (laughs) Just glad they don't. Because if they did try me, I'd lose. Um, You got the car. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not proud of this moment. But that's that's where it was. Um, the second situation, uh, was a high school friend of mine and it was one of those things where like, where you're mad at me and I try and rectify the situation, but it's like, because I think other people were talking to her about the situation, like no matter what I said, it was wrong. So it was like, no, wait, that was the third one. Okay. Let me go back to number two. Number two was another friend of mine. We got into it, but what I said um, on a previous podcast where I don't like addressing things right away, I oh. need just a little bit of a moment to re- to process. A moment to process turned into, like, years of processing. <laughs> oh. Intentionally? No, it was just one of those things where it's like, you're trying to get me to talk to you, but I'm not ready to talk to you, so you're, you're pushing me further away. Mm. And so it just turned into, like, us doing petty things to each other. To the point where it's just like, I'm still not going to talk to you because now you pissed me off again. Oh, and so it's like a snowball situation where yeah. like a little situation just got bigger, 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 bigger. And then it's just like, well, now I just feel like I remember this one. we can't mm-hmm. talk anymore. Yeah. So because- do you think that if you had been given the space and time to process that maybe perhaps y'all would still be friends or? Um, at the time, I feel like it wouldn't have dragged on so long had I just been given my space. Okay. The fact that you were the per- person who, like, I felt like they were, like, they kept, like, trying to poke at me, like, just pushed me further and further away, and it compounded. Yeah. And as I said before, like, my mind is a very, not always a great space, but, like, if you give me time, I can usually calm down. Um, but it just escalated to a point where it just didn't need to escalate to. And also, like, when you have multiple people, multiple people that are being affected by what's happening, right. I feel like while they feel like they're helping, if they're giving you information, we're like, oh, well, she said this. And you're kind of like, now I'm mad about something else that had nothing to do with it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I understand you weren't trying to be malicious, but like, you just kind of made it worse. So now like, I definitely don't want to talk to you now because now I feel like you're talking about me behind my back and now I'm talking about you behind your back. And so it just compounds. And so that happened. Um, We ended up like reconciling years later, but the friendship just didn't get back to where it was. It, it's still like, if I see her, there's love. Like I, 
Um, I have no ill will towards her. I wish her and her family the best, but like, um, I just, our friendship probably just won't be where it once was. Yeah. And so the third one that I've referenced before, because of those two situations, I was just like, I'm going to, I've learned. I care about you. I don't want our friendship to break. So like, let's just, there's a issue between us. I can feel the tension. Let's fix it. But because I felt like she might've had people in her ear that like, no matter what I said, it just felt like it was being misconstrued. Mm. And so like, I would be like trying to say something, but like she was hearing something else. Mm -hmm. And so, and so then I'd be like, but that's not like, that's not what I said. That's, and I don't understand how you're interpreting what I'm saying, but I also feel like you don't necessarily want Mm -hmm. to hear what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So I can't, I feel like I've I've done everything that I possibly could in this situation. And I don't know if you're in a space to receive what I'm saying, but I would love for you to receive what I'm saying because I don't want this to end, but we just can never get on the same same page. page. Um, And so that probably is the only one where we haven't had the chance to fully reconcile. Mm. Um, But I feel like I tried out of everything that all of my friends, I tried. That was the one where I feel like I really, really, really tried to fix it. And I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are my three stories where typically I was the problem. <laughs> Except for the last one. You know, I like not for nothing. It takes a lot to own that. Right. Yeah. It does. You know? Um, okay. I have two-ish. One main one and like, I guess a minor-ish one. Um, one, I was in college and I mean, straight up, I was out of pocket. I'll just own that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was out of pocket. It was me. I'm the problem. Um, it was like a situation where someone that I was fond of, friends with, teammates with, but we weren't tight, um, was kind of in a situation with someone. They weren't committed. And I was like in a shitty place. And we have that. Oh. And... Uh, mm-hmm. It got found out <laughs> by not just her, but my teammates. And it was not a good scenario. So it like burned a lot of relationships because I didn't own it in the time, like when I was in college, because it was really hard for me to own. Did you like lie about it or you just were like, it is what it is? No, I lied about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I lied about it. Okay. I was not proud about it. Okay. Um, but I also was like, I mean, I was dealing with a lot. I feel like going to, like, a PWI in Colorado, I was feeling very isolated as, like, a black person from the East Coast. And he is black and from New York. And so we connected on a level that, like, I just didn't get from anywhere else. And so we were friends for a long time before that happened. Mm -hmm. And people assumed that things were happening that weren't happening. And so then I was, like getting cheated on in a relationship. And then I was just like, well, everyone thinks it's happening anyways. So, yeah, not great. Um, So that's bad. But you weren't, not this makes it better, but you weren't friends with this girl. You were just teammates with this girl. I was, yeah, at the time that this happened, I would say we were friends. Okay. I'll own that. But she was no longer at the school. She had graduated, so it's not like she was there and I was doing it behind her back. It Mm -hmm. just was like she had graduated and gone on, but they were so close. Kind of happened, but I mean, he he was in these streets, so I mean, I wasn't. (laughs) 
I wasn't breaking any happy home or anything like that, just to be clear. <laughs> Anyways, so that's not great. Um, I think that it's hard for me to, like, acknowledge now because those same teammates that vilify me for that, which is fair, it's easy. I'm I'm clearly in the wrong. It's yeah. easy for me to be the bad guy in this scenario, have done things that it's harder for them to reflect on and have since reconciled issues with teammates that they created out of nothing like just deciding to get a house off campus and not tell their current roommate about it and just leave her without a house her senior year and not say anything to her about it and have a whole team meeting without her about it oh no and have since reconciled with her but like that same grace has not been uh given to me so it like makes it a little bit more difficult um all that said that's not my main friendship breakup story um my main one is i think i won't say it's 50 50 in the wrong i would say that i'm probably 25 percent and she's 75 percent. i feel like that relationship was wild um it's like my first like close relationship as a young adult out like Making friendships as an adult is harder because you're not in a natural scenario to make friends. You don't have teammates or, you know, like classmates, line sisters. It's like life. Mm -hmm. And you don't really want to befriend your coworkers unless you marry them, like me. Does HR know this? Does HR know? Do you have to sign a form or something? No. He's not my boss. Okay, fair enough. My God. I mean. So it's a little bit harder, but I played semi-professional soccer for um, a while, so I still had teammates. Subtle flex. Subtle flex. (laughs) I just played soccer for a while. Um, So I became friends with this girl, and we um, hung out. Even after we were, she was on playing soccer, like every, twice a weekend, every weekend. And I became friends with her friends and we were, became really good, fast friends, like thick as thieves for a while. Like I was seeing her all the time. We were talking every day. Um, uh, but she, it, we are very different. We're very different in how we process emotions. And she is very um, emotive and expresses that in a way that Carol stated, where if she is irritated or pissed, everyone in the room feels it. Mm. And I personally do not believe in that. I am not part of whatever you're mad about. And I don't need to be a part of that on my Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do the eight other people in here. <laughs> ain't got nothing to do with me. So it's really hard to be around a personality like that when you're not like that because it sucks all the air out of the room in a lot of scenarios that would otherwise be fun. Um, so it was hard. And so in a situation where she was on the outs with a couple of people, she decided not to go out one day and I did. And it was probably the first time that she decided not to go out and I was hanging out with her friends without her. And it had been maybe like a year of us hanging out, of me hanging out with her friends twice a weekend, every weekend. And... Um, I went out with them and like, it was fun. We had a good time. And the next day she called me and she was pissed and she was like, I really don't appreciate you hanging out with my friends when I'm not on good terms with my friends because it undermines me. What? We go together. (laughs) (laughs) So like, like 
I acknowledge that this was probably formulating in how she was talking to me in text the night before, but having that, um, you marinating in that and then decided to say it aloud right. <laughs> are two different things, you know? Um, so trying to decide how to deal with that was really difficult. And I was just like, I love you. And I acknowledge however you feel as a person, but I'm also my own person. So your anger doesn't have to be mine. And I'm not choosing someone over you. You decided to stay in, but I wanted to go out. And so I went out. These are not people that I met a week ago. These are people that I have now known for a year and a half and have my own relationships yeah. with because you brought me into this circle and I don't find that to be weird, but you wanting to own this relationship is weird for me. Mm-hmm. That was not taken well, <laughs> <laughs> but the relationship continued. Um, and it just got to a point where it just wasn't, I made a realization. I remember coming home and telling my best friend, we lived together at the time that I didn't think this relationship was going to last. And I just r- realized it maybe six to eight months before the relationship actually like made a fracture so large that we just never recovered. I was just like, I don't know how to be friends with someone that feels like they can be as honest as they want to be with you. But if you're honest with them, even sensitively, mm-hmm. it is taken offensively at every turn if it's not what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to be friends with that. And I don't know how to have a relationship with someone that wants to control my relationships or feels like my relationships with her friends are a threat to her relationship with her friends. Right. I don't know how to manage that. And it's a very strange energy for me because I've never experienced that. When my friends hit it off with my friends, I'm like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would love them. And I'm so glad you yeah, do. Right. Now we can all hang out. Yeah. Right. So, um, feeling differently about that was really hard for me and wanting to kind of box me out or in or whichever way you read that is not something that is conducive to my personality because also like oh this pisses you off i'm gonna do it more okay it's also how i feel about it do you feel like she felt like she was in competition with you like you were taking her place in that friendship Thank you, Zaya. Competition is a real thing. That's a real thing. Yeah, I I do. And I I feel like it is it was really hard for me to come to that realization. Because I also am very fond of her. But I also realized that like our relationship was built in a power dynamic that she felt that she owned. And I was like, is this why you want to be my friend? Mm-hmm. Because that's a terrifying like, notion. Like she has the upper hand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because when we had the falling out, it was, um, <laughs> like, remember it. So, like, starkly, we were out and it was uh, three of us. And we were, like, chilling, talking and drinking. We were, like, out at this place and it was loud. And suddenly her mood just, like, dipped. And that is not... Uh, isolated event Mm -hmm. um, that she would decide that her mood is now going to conduct how the night goes. Um, But I also realized that I was amenable to this relationship because I've dealt with that in my past. Mm. Where like this personality type is something that I have had relationship with before. And so that's why I didn't, it felt uh, familiar. Yeah. To me. And I think that that's why we got so close so fast. Mm. Also. Which I didn't realize until mm. I was Dang, like trying like to, trauma. yeah, yeah. Trauma bond. and like realizing that about a friendship, you're like, I need to do some self work. Right. <laughs> um, so like we're out, 
and her mood just dips. And um, the third person is like asking her like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like talking to her and I'm like, don't worry about it. She's upset with me. And I know that she's been upset with me for a couple months, but she hasn't voiced it. Mm -hmm. And so like, maybe this is the night where we air it out. Mm -hmm. And so she is like, she's like, why are you talking to her about me? You just talked to me about me. And I'm like, oh, it's happening. And I'm not even upset because I know that it's been building. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm just like, great. Like if there, if it gets out, then we can move past Mm -hmm. it. But if you are penting it up then, and we're not talking about it, then we can't move past it because you're holding on to it. So she airs it out and I'm just like sitting there and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm," just like letting her like air it all out. And I'm just like, I think in that same sense of like, I've dealt with this before, like just like letting it like bounce off me, like not like just not letting it hit me. And then she hit, she said something that just like struck me wrong. Mm. And I was like, what did she say? She's like, you show no gratitude to me. You're advantageous. And that's the only reason you want to be my friend. And I was just so offended. (laughs) Fuck, am I about to cry? (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm fine. (laughs) I was so offended. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to throw that at you. I just was trying to get it to you. Sorry, I didn't mean to disrespect you. No, no, it's fine. I was just so offended that she said that, that I was just like, I couldn't sit back anymore. Mm -hmm. I was just like, floored that you would think that I was her friend only to like try to gain something out of it. Sorry, Which, really quickly, what were you gaining? Exactly. I still don't know. Oh, <laughs> it's like you're not rich. <laughs> like, I'm not getting Birkin bags. <laughs> that's right. And a friend group, if that's what you're considering a gain and a loss, is only for you to lose or gain, not for her they to They still have to like me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's... So if she was, if she thought that you were taking something from her or were trying to take something from her, that was her own insecurities. But yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're I fine. Digress. So she's like going off. So then like we're we're going back and forth, and we're like it's like now gotten into like you like this guy, and everyone knows that he it's not gonna it's not built to last, and like blah blah. He may love you, but it's just he's not like suited for you, and blah blah. And I'm like, oh, we're talking oh. about relationships now. Oh, so now we're going below the belt. Oh, so oh, you want to talk about that? Let's talk about it. You want to talk about mama? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's like going into this like back and forth. And the person, the third person that's there is awkward. It's got to be, right? <laughs> we're yelling because we're also like, it's a loud place. Like we're not at home, right? Mm-hmm. We're at love. <laughs> we've, been, we've been drinking, right? So like, it's, it's just not a good scenario. And so then, and I won't say that she was going to put her hands on me, but that natural reaction of someone like trying to calm you down mm-hmm. or like put your arms down is to like then react like no get off of me mm-hmm. and so the third person tried to like kind of like like hu- like hug her to like get her to put her arms on because she was like talking very emphatically mm-hmm. like in my face and so then she like reacted and i was like oh you're gonna put your hands on me mm-hmm. like this is it's a fact. This is it. Like what is we're, we're, we're never gonna recover. Like in no like realm of my reality would I ever like. You can be as mad as you want to mm-hmm. be. Like you thinking that you're gonna put your hands on me. We're in a different space now. Mm-hmm. Like it's in a very different space. And so it was like, um, what's the Amanda Seal song or quote? Um, oh, I was like, he's gonna cry in the car. Mm-hmm. So we leave the club and she's crying the whole way back. And I'm just y'all like, together. Yeah, it's like the three of us sitting okay. in the back of a cab, awkward, <laughs> quiet. 
her in the middle. Were you silent? Crying. Or silent. Oh, I was silent. (laughs) (laughs) So then I like leave, but like the way I'm built is like, I just, I can't let things like that sit. And if I care about the relationship, I'm not like, honestly, even if I don't care about the relationship, because I already acknowledge that the relationship was probably not going to last for life. Right. But like, I, I have a hard time letting relationships end. Like Mm -hmm. I struggle and I don't know if that's like my attachment style, just who I am as a person. If we like are close to a point where it's like you're telling me things that you don't feel comfortable telling other people, like I don't let that, I don't take that stuff lightly. Right. So that happened. And I'm like, listen, like you're the first person that I've made friends with in my like adulthood as like autonomously outside of college. Like I would hope that we can get past this and we can sort our shit out and we can, you know, move on from this and like whatever, whatever. And so um, we saw each other the next day and it was like weird, but like amicable, like not, she's like very icy, like how you described um, yourself. Sorry, I'm putting it Carol. That's okay. Um, <laughs> described herself in like, um, when she's not talking to someone, like they will, she, they will make it known. She will like very, like make it clear that I am, you can speak to me and I still will like not even make eye contact with you, mm-hmm. not speak with you, any of that. My spirit animal. <laughs> And that wasn't happening, but it still wasn't normal, obviously. Mm-hmm. So um, we kind of worked back into like being normal so much that we went to like a, a ski trip that weekend and or not that weekend, sorry, like many weekends later. And it was fine. It was like amicable. And I think that we were also in different places in life. Like I was like, I was probably in like a little bit of my wild phase and she had gone through hers already. So I think there came some judgment with that. Oh, yeah. But that she didn't voice that with me. And so, like, a, another large part of our relationship was that she would, and I'm not a phone person. Like, anybody that knows me well knows this. My husband knows. I do not pick up the phone. Our relationship was built off text messages. Call me to talk about people's business a lot. But then if she would find out that I was feeling some way about something and she's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't tell me that or you didn't call me, ma'am. You call me to talk about other people's business all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you're sharing with about my business. Right. <laughs> I don't like that's not what I'm looking for. You know, I'm having a hard time even like acknowledging that this is my business because I don't want to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to tell it to you. Right. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that was like a problem for her. And there were like tests in mm. our relationship, I would feel like, where she would be like, oh, I didn't call you all weekend. You didn't call me. Ma'am, I don't call anyone. Please don't ask test me. Please don't call test her mom me. ask her if I called her this week. Nope. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's just not how I conduct my relationships. But there wasn't a space for there to be a difference. It was mm-hmm. like, this is how I regard you. And I expect you to regard me in that exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't that mutual respect. Yeah. But there's also, like, a power dynamic there where it's like, I can do X, Y, Z, but you can't. Because these are my friends. They're not your friends. So, it was not healthy that's <laughs> yeah. what i came to learn mm-hmm. um and say la vie i guess say la vie. <laughs> something something like that i guess so across the board like what hurt you guys the most in the midst of these like friendship breakups or what was happening so for me, there were a lot of compounding issues. I think what hurt the most is I felt like, and it, and again, I'm going to be very clear that I absolutely take 50% ownership in our breakup. I'm sorry, that wasn't funny name right now. Okay. <laughs> when she said absolutely, I thought she was going to be like 100%. No. I absolutely take 49% of the, no. of the blame. No, because there's definitely things on both parts. And then, of course, when you think about it in retrospect, 
I think the things that kind of hurt me the most is I felt like there was a play on my insecurities. Ooh. Um, and that there felt like there was a constant level of competition. Mm-hmm. And, and what like, is that? Can we like dwell on that for just a second? The Yes. Be, well, I don't know. It's almost like I saw this meme. It was kind of like a cartoon meme the other day where it was like, there's these two women, very beautiful. And one is shapely and tall and long flowy hair. And the other one is, I mean, she still was beautiful, maybe not as shapely, but beautiful. And, you know, probably had her hair up in a little ponytail. And one of them is saying, oh, I I wish I had her behind. Um, And the other one's like, oh, I wish I had her behind. She probably can fit any pair of jeans she wants. Mm. And she's like, oh, I wish I had great cleavage like that. And she's like, I wish I had her chest so that my back wouldn't hurt so bad. I wish she, I was as tall like her because I, you know, it it was kind of like that thing. But um, I feel like people compete because they don't know what other people are going through. Mm -hmm. And it's rooted in insecure, like our personal insecurities. Right. Right. So going back to the, I felt like there was a play on my insecurities a lot. And to try to keep you insecure. Um, well, like, ch- like, I'll just put it to you like, like this. one up you yeah. kind of thing. I, and I'm not even going to say it was intentional, mm-hmm. but I can only speak my truth. And I feel like, um, you know how like people joke around on like comedy things are like where you have the pretty friend and you have the ugly fat friend. Mm-hmm. That's what I kind of felt like. Mm-hmm. in a lot of situations, it was like, I was the flunky. And I was like, I'm bitch, I'm nobody's flunky. Cause, yeah. and, and that like, that's where the level of competition played in. Cause I felt like, um, in a lot of situations, it was like she was the pretty, shapely, whatever. And me, I wasn't comfortable with my size at the time. Mm-hmm. So I felt like there was a play on that. So I was like, well, I may be shapely, but I can do all of these things better than you. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, it was, I wasn't conscious that I was, I was doing these things. But I also, in the back of my mind, like... One thing I appreciate appreciate about our group is that there's nothing that I I do that I don't think that y'all would ever be present for, like that y'all wouldn't be supportive of. Mm-hmm. And I hope that y'all feel like, yes, sometimes I don't come to things because I have trouble coming out the house. But y'all know if you need me, yeah. I'm going to be present. Right? Yeah. Um. And and you're supportive in other ways if you can't physically be present. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And in this situation, it wasn't the same. Like, I really don't feel like things were being reciprocated in in our friendship. And there were a lot of times where I'm like, I I literally have stood by you in every last one of your major life events. And like baby, marriage, divorce, in, in what seems to be a very short time period. And the things that I considered life events at the time, just simply graduating from college. <laughs> wasn't an ordeal and it was at the time I, I felt like it was centered around you like mm. and and again it was me over me making more accommodation unnecessarily centered around you mm. like all of the things I did was felt like it was centered around you and I never felt like I was getting much of that back in return um Can so, a quick question yeah so in terms of competition did you feel like she was competing against you or did you feel the need to keep up with her because of how she treated you? I feel like there was a mixture of both. Okay. Because um, 
I know this is a really it's a really bad analogy, but it was like, so for example, like we were both in the same PE class, and we we used to joke about this a lot. She was like, I don't understand how we went into PE and you I got a C and you got an A, and it was like because I tried, and I know that it's not a good thing. Like I'm I'm overweight and I'm in high school PE and I tried so I got an A and you actually I'm like well you're the dumb one for running I don't know what to tell you, but I I use that analogy because I feel like there were both things that we both carried mm-hmm. with us yeah subconsciously that we never addressed within ourselves mm, which yeah. is why now I like I can't say it was all her yeah mm-hmm. it was definitely some of me we both put some in yeah. the situation yeah. and. Right. It was like she it was it wasn't necessarily tit for tat, but it was, again, subconscious activities that we would do that played a major part in why we couldn't maintain a good, strong relationship. Can I piggyback on that? I feel like that the situation I was describing was very similar. I feel like in being in competition and it kind of played into maybe our already prone securities. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that. She's definitely the one that walks into the room. Like if we walk into a room together, everyone's looking at her. And so that Right. I just tried to acknowledge that like flowers are different, but they're both pretty. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like to myself. Like, yeah, you know, but good. you know what's funny when you're saying that? Because I feel like when you walk in a room, everyone's looking at you. Right. That is a wild concept to my brain. Really? Why? Because that's just not how I feel. That, I just think it's really it's interesting you feel that way because I feel like I just feel like you command a room when you walk in. So for you to feel like she commands a room to me is like, oh, that's really interesting because I feel that about you. Do you want to be my life coach? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm in competition with you. I just feel like, oh, like my friend's bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. I'm with my friend who's bad and we're walking into the room together because I feel Bless. like you're like. You know what? Patrick tells me that and I'm just like, you get paid to say that. Like, that's fine. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate that. It's just not how I feel. And especially yeah, like five years ago. Yeah. Or sorry, probably more than that. Like eight to ten years ago is definitely not how I felt about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I felt like I had to be the fun friend, the non-problematic friend, the mm-hmm. guy's girl. Yeah. And so I felt like it did lend into that aspect where it's like, well, if you're going to be like – emotional divisive and problematic i'm gonna be really easygoing mm. because everyone's like already looking at you and like this is how i'm gonna get my shine i guess right. a little bit and i feel like a little bit that, that is actually like naturally my personality but like i felt like i i and this is where i say the 25 percent is that i thought of that because i felt like i had to because i wasn't the pretty friend mm. so i had to be something else mm. i always wonder so I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what? That's, yeah, it's, yeah that, that's so interesting to me. Because like I said, I feel like you are the pretty friend. Thank you. Oh, I feel like you're the pretty y'all friend. Y'all are. <laughs> no, that's how, when Carol was saying that, about, I was like, that's how I feel with the three of y'all. But, like, I feel like, I'm like, I'm with some bad bitches, yo. Fuck you. Oh. First of all, <laughs> can I just say that, like, wedding day, all done? Like, we... Any of us could get it at any point in time with anybody. Could have walked into a room and been like, you. <laughs> They'd have been like, true. <laughs> I think, uh, well, so I'll say like for me and mine, I just feel like like respect is a big thing for me. Yes. Um, right. 
and I have a loyal, I think respect and loyalty. So I feel like if at any point I feel disrespected, um, it takes me a while to come back from that. Mm. Especially at least before. Before, like now, that's really healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also. like if now if I feel disrespected, I feel like I can be, like okay, they didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Like I think you're interpreting it as disrespect, but mm. that's not how they meant it. Mm. But before, if you disrespect, I'm like. I'm done. It's over with. I'm not dealing with no more. So I think when I'm, yeah, it's like when I'm hurt and I feel disrespected, I'm like, I just can't. Like, why would you disrespect me? Like, I would never do that to you. So why would you do it to me? Um, and so I think that's what uh, hurt me the most. But like something I appreciate about this friend group is that I never feel I feel like we can check each other in a in a way that doesn't feel like disrespect. Respect. It feels like. I'm doing this in love Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not doing this to hurt your feelings. I'm telling you how. Yeah. I think that's just, just full stop. I'm not doing this to hurt your feelings. I'm just telling you that this is how, what's going on. This is how I feel. Um, and let's move forward from there. And I'm not saying that we're perfect in it by any means. Like our relationship is not perfect, but I think that we've been hurt outside of this, outside of our friend group enough that we've at least tried to be gentle and allow a safe place. I think that one way that we really do that well is that we ask why a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you state something this way? Or mm-hmm. why did you react this way that allows us to have empathy before we have our own autonomous reaction? Or mm-hmm. at least to blend the two together as to, I know that I felt like this when you said it, but let me understand where you were coming from so I can understand that that is uh a knee-jerk response or if that is true to how you meant it. Yeah. And I also don't feel like I can't say, uh, like, I'm hurt or that hurt my feelings or um, I feel a way or what you said is putting, I'm feeling a certain, like, it's putting yeah. me in this space. So being like, oh, look, that's not how, so immediately someone yeah. can be like, that's not how, what I, how I yes. meant it. That's yeah. not what I meant when I said it, which is before, I think, in other friendships, I might not have felt as safe to say, you hurt my feelings yeah um and this is how i'm feeling in this moment and Mm -hmm. can we talk through how why i'm feeling this way and maybe so you can then be like you can either double down right (laughs) because that's actually what you meant or you can be like i didn't mean to hurt your feelings and i feel like i try and be like i'm not saying this in a confrontational way i'm not saying i'm really saying this to understand right um and i think that's at least what I've learned from a lot of my friendship breakups is to be like, this is what you said. Um, this is what I'm hearing. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. can you help me understand what you meant if I'm understanding this correctly? Because if I am, mm-hmm. then okay. Like, then I can now decide how to feel and I'm a, I'm reacting appropriately. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Versus of reacting off of my interpretation. Yeah. I also think what plays a major part is the level of energy. What And what I mean by that is sometimes the energy that you put out or that, like if it feels draining, yeah. like with you all, I feel overprotective because I love y'all that much. Like mm-hmm. I oftentimes tell y'all, those, y'all are the sisters <laughs> that I chose because I don't have any brothers. So, well, no biological brothers, let's just say that, mm-hmm. but y'all are the sisters I chose. And in the relationship where we broke up, I felt like I had to defend mm-hmm. a lot. Yourself. No. her. Like, with y'all, when we go out, I'm overprotective of you. Mm. With her, I felt like I had to defend 
her and her actions and to almost people. like you're right and mm-hmm. to almost make make excuse as to why it's okay for that person to act the, the way that mm, they are gotcha and um it it became draining mm-hmm. because i felt like i was going back you know i felt like i was doing the most <laughs> like they and even her family had mentioned like you nicole you always right here and you all like because you y'all know i'm a worker bee like Dang, even her own family what? Talk to him. <laughs> like y'all know I'm a worker bee. Like if I if there's something, what do you need help with? Like what can I do? Like right now in the moment to help make it a little bit better. And the energy doesn't feel draining here versus and not to compare apples to oranges, but I feel like in any relationship, a friendship or you know romantic relationship, it's like if it is draining your battery. <laughs> No. Yeah. If it's charging you, then yes. Yeah. So. I don't know. I think the thing that for me would probably hurt the most wasn't wasn't really the the loss of friendship because I think that um, each friendship can be at times um, your whole entire world in some points and then you, you know, it dies or whatever the case may be. And you do more in the friendship, but I think that the thing that that hurt the most is that that they can't come along, mm-hmm. you know. Because um, I will say that every friendship that I've that I am like, because as we're talking, I'm like, oh, there's like I can now think of like at least three, and I'm like, each one of those though, they needed to happen. Like yeah. I just didn't. For me, I think a lot of like figuring out who I am and understanding how I wanted to present myself to the world Mm -hmm. didn't mesh with a lot of the iterations before of Mm -hmm. me. You know, I had been been different iterations of myself trying to figure out why I wanted this to look like. And so some people couldn't come along for the ride. Some people, I have had friendship breakups and then we've come back because where we were at, we both were at, wasn't a place of where we're at now. We're both kind of more aligned than we were when we first got to be friends so it was like okay well we both needed to like kind of be our on our own and do our own thing to maybe come back together um but yeah like i wish a lot of the people that i had met along the way i could say that for sure i'm was i'm still friends with but i mean i'm just i'm i'm not the same i'm not the same and that person you know it sucks that a lot of times it had to end the way that it did but I don't know. A lot of it is self-preservation, as you said in the very in the very first quote. Um, uh, just you know, if you're trying to get to be somebody and you know where you're at currently isn't it, sometimes you just gotta let some people go so you can just grow into that person you know you're gonna be. And maybe some people will come back. Maybe some people will never were never meant to be there in the first place. Um, yeah. But it does suck. I mean, it doesn't make it any easier, any better that they can't be along for the ride. It's just. I don't know. Looking back, I can't even imagine some of the people that I've not, you know, not aren't friends with anymore. I don't see how they would even fit in. Yeah. I'm just very different. Now. Yeah. What about like the argument that like um, we give more chances in romantic relationships mm. than we do mm. with platonic ones? Like, do you guys feel like in your romantic relationship that you've given them an opportunity to come back and give them chance after chance after chance that you haven't given platonic relationships 
Shoot, you talking about comeback? I mean, the ones who got in. For me personally, I'm like, dang, how how you even get in the dough? Like, I don't even understand how how are you here? How how are you here? I, I would and romantic, say romantic, like okay. people who I might not have even entertained in a friendship are mm. somehow entering the door, staying for a little while, and I'm like, we know why. I, I'm the six. <laughs> yeah. Facts. <laughs> but to your point, like they're they're getting in and they're staying for longer, you know. Not they're staying. Well, I'm just saying that they would be. Yeah. Well, they're just in your realm longer than you would. You wouldn't put up with this stuff from right. a friendship. You're just like, how? Like, how? How? How, yeah. how did I even. Is it is probably is it that bad? Because I, 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 I don't know. I don't know because I I would like to think that I'm pretty fair in the respect of managing romantic relationship and platonic relationship because I mean with the person I'm, that I kind of broke up with is I mean we're cordial now but I would like to think that was a few chances like. <laughs> Were a few opportunities where I was like, "Mom, look, you about to catch these whole, all these whole hands," and I've done the same in relationships. Mm-hmm. So I think it's pretty, and for me, it's pretty equal because I'm one of those type of people where I'm gonna let you in. Now, if you do some shit to fuck up, now, 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 I put you in the fuck you corner, and you in the fuck you corner, and you can't come out. <laughs> and there have been some individuals like that. Like, you know, I really don't count high school friendship breakup because, it, like, that's just petty school girl shit. But like. Like there, there was a friend in high school where we were really cool. We would hang out all the time. And the weekend my grandfather passed away, she was like, oh, do you want to go to the movies? And at first I'm like, maybe she's trying to be a good friend to, you know, take me out of that space. Yeah. But then her birthday party fell on the same day as my father, my grandfather's funeral. And I'm just like, dear Lord, my grandfather's funeral. Um, uh-huh. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and. She still fully expected me to come to her birthday party. And I'm like, what? Bitch, what? <laughs> so I'm at first I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll play it by ear, but black people's funerals aren't like white people's funerals. A part of your day. Right. Yeah. The day. It's the, it day. Is the yeah. entire day. Um, especially if it's a direct family member. Yeah. So that Monday when I got back to school, somebody was genuinely asking me how I was doing because they care. And she's like, Well, you don't have to talk about me secretly. If you're gonna talk to me, talk to me. And that's when I smooth went what? off. That's when that's when she got full Nicole Scorpio. When I was like, look, bitch, <laughs> let me tell you something right now. If I wanted to say something to you, it's going to be to your face because I have no secrets to hide. You can catch all this. Like to a point where it pissed me off and I had to walk away. And one of my friends at the time, like I'm still cool with them. We're still cordial. It was like, look, I pray to never piss you off like that. <laughs> because if that was just a snippet yeah. of what you're capable of. And I'm just like, I don't know. But I mean, I do. Besides her, because she didn't get no extra chances, I feel like it's very do- possible for you to give multiple chances in platonic relationships as so well. Yours is equal. Yeah. Okay. Tip. I would say that mine is equal, and both are too many. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> in all scenarios, I need to have better boundaries. <laughs> right. I think that in this scenario, how the relationship like ended to where I was finally like, okay, we, we can't be tight anymore, mm-hmm. is she thought that she was going to move. And so she was like, oh, let's go here for New Year's Eve and 
and like we can spend the weekend and I can like look for an apartment you can come with me and I was like cool like I've never been to the city like literally like that sounds like fun the day after we go to New Year's Eve and it's like not at all my scene it's like fully her scene and she's there with her the guy that she is rekindling with and I'm there dolo (laughs) and it's fine. It's it's a good time. It's not the time that I would have chosen, but it's a good time. The next day we go out to a bar and she we're there for all of 20 minutes and I'm speaking with this guy at the bar and um she she comes with a guy that she is there to rekindle with and she's like you're good, right? You're good with him. This man that I've known for 15 minutes that ain't no and real leaves friend. the bar with this man and leaves me in a bar talking to a stranger that I don't know. In a city that you've never been to. In a city that I've never been to where I know no one else. That to me was like, nope. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm good. Like, you don't care about me at all. Like, my person, my being, my safety at all. Didn't hear from her until the next afternoon. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, that was uh, how that uh, died on the spot. (laughs) And so I don't think that... I've given niggas a lot of chances also. Not proud of that either. But I think that what for me, the realization I made is that like, this is probably right around the same time that I started reading about like narcissism. And I was like, oh, this is the common thread. (laughs) This is like what I keep revisiting because of a relationship that emulates these relationships that makes me feel like I'm indebted to people that have this, feel like they have this like ownership Mm -hmm. of me. So even if they do wrong, I find myself feeling like I need to get back in good spaces with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what cut it off gotcha. is like that realization. And I haven't had a relationship like that since making that realization. Praise God. Um, Want to do it. Right. But I feel like that was like, it was alarming for me in a real, in a romantic sense because it is a, it's a, it's a very precarious dynamic to be in if you've never experienced it and it's really shitty. And when you don't, haven't sometimes when you don't have a name for things it's hard to like make sense of what the fuck is happening to you like you're just so like shit is fucked up but i don't know why mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and i don't know if you're causing it or i'm causing it and i can't see why i'm causing it because i'm too close to it or i can't see why you're causing it because i'm too close to you mm-hmm. but like once you have something that fits all the puzzle pieces together it makes it really easy to be like i need to take a large step back from all of it mm-hmm. like, yeah and that is thankfully happened in that time frame yeah i think i'm like I guess the outlier here, because I'm the type of impasse that would like give niggas chance after chance after chance, and then my friends are like, nope. <laughs> um, but I'm also, they got off. Yeah, but I'm also the type that's just like I am not gonna say anything until I've reached like I'm the type like the pot is boiling, and I'm just gonna put a lid on it. Um, for a long time until it boils over. Right. And so when I'm so pissed off that yeah. it boils over and I'm snapping, yeah. um, that's when I'm gonna cut it off. And if everyone's like, wait, like, I didn't I didn't know. Um mm-hmm. I just surprise stepped, nigga. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just stepped on your shoe. I don't know why you're so angry. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you ruined my life. Um, but at that point, like my my pot has been boiling for yeah. so long. Right. I just like this one last thing took me over the edge. And now I'm, yeah. I can't do it anymore. And so what I learned was, I I'm smiling like, so hard because like, what a great place to be in. Like, what a great place to like, be like, I'm fucking done. Like, not like, <laughs> oh, I should leave, but I still love him. No, I'm fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. What yeah. a great place. Like, I'm blocking you on all means yeah. of communication. Like, it's 
over and over. That's the place. Um, But I'm like that. But I'm at a point now where I'm like, what I learned was I can't do that. I can't get so angry, but I've never expressed to you that I'm angry. Mm. And then we use something minor and I'm like, oh, I'm cutting you off. And you're like, I, that didn't seem cut offable. Wait, but do you cut, do you air out all your grievances when you cut off? Uh, do you Nicole it? No, I'm oh, probably okay, going to okay. like the last thing that happened between us. I'm just gonna never talk to you again. Not the oh, sneakers, okay. and I might in you the past, my yeah, but I probably wouldn't even. I might snap on you in that moment and then cut you off and never speak to you again. But like, you're might not be aware, so you don't know why. Like, you. I know why, but yeah. you don't know why okay. I'm so angry, but like you probably pissed me off for like months. I feel like I've had like one romantic scenario where that happened. And that's then romantic like, and platonic though for me. Oh, I feel like I need to inform you. And so then I informed him, but I think I stopped doing that because of my being in a relationship with a narcissist is difficult in the sense of you're supposed to communicate in relationships. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's what I would like. In a normal relationship, either it's amended or it's not. In a narcissistic relationship, it's fed back to you. I know I need to X to bring you back in, and then it's never done. Mm. So it brings you back into this emotional turmoil where, like, the actual relationship doesn't change. Mm. So I stopped doing it because I was like... My words are being used against me. Right. I like, I don't know where I am. Like, I don't know like where, like what the, f- I, I obviously can't tell you what I expect of you anymore because you're not actually going to do it. You're just going to use knowing this to try to reel me back in. Mm-hmm. Keep me close. And so it, it took me to a place where I was just like, I, we're adults. Like, you know what you need to be doing in a relationship. And if you don't, then fuck you, nigga. <laughs> yeah, see, I, also, I also got to a point where I was just like, um... For whatever reason, I just feel like if we argued, it was over. Like, I never, I don't know, for whatever reason why I couldn't fathom my mind us to argue to reconcile and get over it. Oh, interesting. Until probably later in adult life. Okay. I always got to, oh, we argued, oh, we're breaking up. And I don't know why that <laughs> was so like. So did you initiate a lot of breakups or did you feel like they were initiated upon you? I just assumed we're arguing, so it's over. And so, like, I would be mad. And I'm like, well, I guess it's time for me to, like, pull out to niggas that, like, have been trying to get at me this whole time. And then Monday, we make up, and I'm like, shoot. Come on, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> a friend of mine. <laughs> I'm like, dang, I have to disclose what I just did this weekend because <laughs> I thought we were broken up. Whole time, he was like, oh, we just got into an argument. I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay. Pull up on me. Ooh. And then I got older, and I was like, okay, so we can like talk. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk through this. Yeah, we can have a conversation. I shouldn't just like react. Right. <laughs> okay. So it, growth. <laughs> right, the growth. This makes me think of like when we're talking about giving people multiple chances. Um, for some of us that have had friendship breakups and then have gotten back together in some form or fashion, right? There's this part in Insecure for our Insecure Watchers Damn. where Molly asked another mutual friend, how long did it, like, uh, I, mm. did y'all, like, because they have two mutual friends that had a falling out and then got back together. <laughs> and so she asked her, how long did it take y'all to get back back? Mm-hmm. So, like, back to where it was. Yeah. Do y'all have a feel, like, for the friendships or relationships that y'all have broken up and then gotten back together, 
do y'all feel like there was like a time frame or a, mm-hmm. if, if there is a backpack? I only have one and that's Debbie. Like we didn't talk for two years. The moment we like had our, like we aired out our grievances, we had a conversation. I remember vividly us being in a parking lot and talking through it and we immediately were best friends again. Like, oh. like we never stopped being friends. Like to this day, she's the only person that I call to talk to, wow. like on the phone. Oh, um, that's why you'll never hear from your last no. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone else, like I'm like, to, like, just text me. Like, do not. And I don't know why I can talk to her on the phone. Like, it's just like our relationship. That's so sweet. Um, but the I other, like that was Sid. Yeah. But like the other ones, like the other two, like they never got back. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about our relationship that we were able to just like, I don't know, like jump right back and like we never left. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't gotten back in either of my scenarios, but I like maybe a couple of weeks before my wedding, because one of my teammates, old teammates was one of my bridesmaids. She saw like our engagement photos or like whatever. And so she reached out to me and this is not like one of our teammates who sided with her and then also hates me out of like context but this is the girl that I wronged she was like hey I like I'm so happy that like you're happy like everything looks great I hope you're doing well and I was just like so floor like I saw that she deemed me on Instagram and I was like oh what's happening (laughs) was this your first interaction since then yeah like I haven't I mean because I went to school in Colorado I don't see anyone without it being intentional that I see people and Mm -hmm. I think that um a couple times that I went to go see like Sid there were it's not like our younger generation. So it's no one younger than me. I like interact with them on social media or whatever, but it's like people our age and uh, one year older or two years older. And um, I interact with a couple of them like on social media, but like nothing like major mm-hmm. and I don't see them ever. Mm-hmm. So um, I was supposed to see a couple of them when I went to go visit Sid and then a couple of them bailed like last minute and I... It, I don't say anything because it's like it's nothing to like talk about like I can't like change the past like mm. it is what it is but I I know why mm, you know yeah. what I mean like I, and that's just what it feels like mm-hmm. so to have her like reach out to me I was just like oh that was like mm-hmm. so nice like thank you mm-hmm. and like if we I go back and forth sometimes about like whether or not it's appropriate to just like air all that shit out but like without seeing people in person it, it just doesn't feel right. purposeful yeah right and yeah. i know that they still talk so i'm just like well if you can still talk to that nigga like we should be fine yeah. <laughs> like i like and i don't mean that to like make light of the situation but like your romantic tie wasn't with me and <laughs> I wasn't the only person that that nigga was with. So like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. like I, and I, and I, the hard part that I'm, I have with it is that like the scenario that that happened in was not in a vacuum. Like mm-hmm. I was like in a really shitty place, like dealing with a narcissistic boyfriend that was cheating me all the, all the time. So it was like, not, it was not great. It just was like a very shitty scenario from like A to Z and feeling very isolated. And it was like the only place where I felt wanted. So mm-hmm. it just wasn't, it wasn't about the person. It was about the, the access to the emotion. And it w- felt like the only place that I could access it. And I, it's hard to like separate a person that gets harmed from that scenario. Yeah. Because I know yeah. that she feels like you wronged me. Yeah. And yeah. I completely understand how she would feel like that. But to me, it just had nothing to do. Like I had the utmost respect for for this woman. Like I would, it would be the last person on the team, honestly, that I would, not the last person, but like 
I would never want to do that to her. I would never want to do that to anybody. But it just like was so far beyond it being about her mm-hmm. that it's like, and I can't in an apology relay that to you. Right. It doesn't right. mean anything to you. Right. You know what I mean? So, so like, it just is. So like, I guess to piggyback off that and to off yours is like, is it ever too late to like try and reconcile or apologize? Or is it at a point where you're just like, we? it is what it is at this point. Like we're not, or what's the correct way? Like, she's never said anything to me. But it's been, so it's been like 10 years, right? Yeah. Plus? Yeah. So, Plus. like, is it, at this point, is it, like... Worth it. Yeah, like, is it a point? Yeah. At this point? The, you have to, to me, I think the important thing that you're going to have to look at with regards to whether or not you're going to rekindle a friendship is whether or not y'all are on the same path and want the same things. Right. And that regards to the friendship and what you're doing in your life. I feel like it will seem kind of null and void if one wants a friendship and the other one just wants to get something off their chest. I don't think... Yeah, yeah, and and that's what I was always leery of, is, like, I don't want to... Like, she's moved well beyond this guy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. she's not... This isn't her love interest anymore. So I don't want to make this like full emotional appeal to her about this thing that happened 10 years ago that she has no emotional qualms about for myself mm-hmm. and drag her back into this emotional state that she is has well reconciled with either you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's hard to know unless i hear a first account of how it affected you and unless that comes up if my it's apology impossible. is gonna do you any any good it's like possible my... online Yes. I mean, unless y'all yeah. saw each other in person and you felt like oh, there was I'm a really, moment right. or a reason yeah. or it comes up. Yeah. Right. And that's how I always, env- I never envisioned doing it over it because it just doesn't even feel sincere trying to do that over like a right. DM. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like, so like my second one, like I felt led to write her a letter and mm-hmm. just like air everything out. And it was just like, if you respond, cool, we can talk about it. But if not, I've at least extended mm-hmm. my part and that's how we recon- kind of reconciled and came back and were back on good terms like my third person I grapple with like do I even try because I feel yeah. like I tried er- initially and it wasn't received mm-hmm. well for whatever reason so like do you keep trying or do you just let it go yeah but like do you like, do you, I know for yours, like, yours kind of ended and you kind of have yours. But, like, do you guys think about the person where you're like, I kind of, I miss what we had. So I would like to see if we could possibly get back. Or you're just kind of like, it's been so many years that it. I'm, I don't know. For me, like, sometimes I wonder, like, if I, because, you know, honestly, in times where it's like you want to hash out the problem. I'm one of those people like, let's talk about this privately. I don't want to be in a group setting Mm -hmm. or in mixed company when we air out grievances. Because like I said, I'm definitely going to own part of of how it started to tether apart or what is it like unravel? Dissolve, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a part of how it unraveled. um, But I also... Sometimes I do wonder, like, if we sat down and genuinely talked about our grievances and like if I said to her, like, I felt like there was a competition and I felt like you played on my insecurities and these are the things that happened. And even though I responded in this way, um, I'm sometimes I am curious if 
if the relationship is mendable, but <laughs> I don't know if it will ever be back back. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be a situation where it's like we besties and we talking every single day yeah. or you know, I don't think time has passed. It, yeah. 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 I, yeah. My third one, I'm like, I wonder, cause like, I thought I took, re- I took responsibility, but obviously not in the way that she needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do wonder like if there were no outside forces and it was just me and her, if we would be able to, and like, she could fully tell me how she felt and I could take responsibility for my part in it and then vice versa. But I just don't know. Yeah. It's also mm-hmm. been minimum 10 years. Right. right. We have whole new lives. Like yeah. she's never met my husband. She's never met my son. So I don't even know if our lives would even align in a yeah. way. You know what I mean? Yeah. That. That's where I'm at. I think that um, for me, I just like don't even have like what the healthy version of that relationship would even look like. Because mm. um, it was never healthy. Well, because it was based in a power dynamic that I didn't realize was happening at the onset. Mm-hmm. And then once I learned it, I was like, well, how do we have a relationship if this is how you regard me? Yeah. Right. So how do I learn that you regard me differently? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like in a situation that maybe where we both mutually were wrong, I took the mantle and apologized and maybe overtly so like I would be embarrassed to probably read the letter that the email that I sent her now, like I would probably cringe, but after what happened when she was moving to a new city and she left me in a bar, like I didn't receive an apology or an acknowledgement that that maybe wasn't even the best thing to do. Mm -hmm. And this is a person that often talks about how she's like an activist in like sexual exploitation. And you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like leaving a woman alone in a bar, that's your friend is like, if you know what's happening with sex trafficking, like that's a weird choice. You know what I mean? Um, So I just like, don't, Unless there was an acknowledgement of, like, it would have to be her apologizing to me at mm-hmm. this point. You know what yeah. I mean? I feel like I have sucked it up enough to now I don't even know if there's a space for her or that relationship in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't... Sometimes I miss it, but I feel like... I don't even... I don't even say miss it. I just, like, sometimes I wonder where the where that relationship would be in my life now if we were still friends. Mm-hmm. And because mm-hmm. it, it's hard trying to imagine space for it now because I don't, no space. I don't miss it. <laughs> I mean, I just, it I feels like right now, it feels like all my relationships are healthy. So like what role is the serving yeah. mm-hmm. if it's another unhealthy relationship? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I think the, I don't know if time really matters as much as change period. Right. Like if, the way I know for the the relationship that I rekindled, it was a few years later. I was at fault. I apologized. And I had grown. Had I not grown, I don't think that that person would have dealt with me for very much longer after we had talked. We might have talked for a little bit, but I gathered that the friendship probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. I think I had to grow into a different space. They probably had to grow into a different space. And a lot of times... It doesn't matter how many years have passed. Some people have not grown. Yeah. Including ourselves sometimes, right? Like yeah. some people might try to come back and then they're like, oh, no, you haven't. You haven't grown. Just, yeah. just to stay stay where you're at. Because I I know people who I'm like, I'm not, I didn't break up with, but I definitely have put them in like reserves. Like this is not what I want for my life. 
I love you, but I don't, I don't, what Need we were that. doing, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And a couple of times we'll test water, I'll test water and I'm like, oh, no, he's still doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Still stay over there. And it's like, I, you know, there's just people who that may, there may be a space for. Um, and it, like I said, it could be 10 years. It could be two years. It doesn't matter if there's no growth. Then I don't, why are we picking back up anyway? Yeah, like, I, I mean, yeah. I, can, I can acknowledge my wrong. You can acknowledge your wrong. But if you're still doing the same things, I don't, I don't want to be in that space anymore. Right. Like, I can't imagine if I was the cause of the problems before you wanting to be in my space again yeah. either. Yeah. Like I don't, there has to be some type of growth in order for the relationship to continue. But also if there is growth, are we still compatible? May not. Are we still friends right. for the same reason in the same ways? Like right. you just have no idea how people grow either. Like it may be a beautiful growth for them. You may be happy for them, but it doesn't make it right. necessarily conducive to a friendship either. That's what I was saying earlier when Carol asked. It was like you have to kind of weed out whether or not it looks like they're on a path that you're wanting to be on, right? Like yeah. you through social media or whatever, if you see this person and you're just like not opportunists, because I feel like that's what I'm. it sounds like, but I'm trying to say, but I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying, like, I feel like we are still kindred spirits. I feel like their, you know, their life is kind of um, paralleling mine or moving in the same direction and I'm going in right now. Um, and I do miss my friend. And I would like to share that with them. And maybe they would be receptive and maybe the reception ends up into this beautiful friendship, no matter how many years have gone by. Or you look at it and you're like, whew, girl. Mm. So you call them like, I, I really miss my nigga. <laughs> yes. I think it's a little bit of nostalgia too. Kind of yeah. like when we're, you're like romantic, yes. even like, rom- like, yeah. like when you think about like romanticizing relationships, you're thinking like, all you're thinking about is the good times, how great things were and right. like, all of the um, like great memories, yeah. But you're neglecting all of the bad stuff that happened, yeah. And I think that happens with friendships too, like where you're when you're missing someone, you're like, oh, like we had good fun together, we had great times, but you're forgetting about some of their maybe they're not so great faults, yes. Um, <laughs> and and we're human, so everyone has like every relationship is not going to be perfect. But I think sometimes like the nostalgia of relationships is might what we're holding on to, what we're yearning for. And like you said, we've grown. Yeah. Like that person's grown. You've grown. Your lives have probably, you know, gone in two different directions. So where you are now is, may not be conducive. Right. And it's likely that you won't know if your lives can intersect because you haven't talked Talk, in right. yeah. God knows how many years. Yeah, so. Trying at that point can be really difficult to do too. I mean, where do you start? Yeah. You know and we're say? too old. To, and, and like for what purpose? Right. Just for the sake of rekindling an old relationship? Yeah. yeah. Right. When you're, you're, I'm assuming you're both happy yeah. with where you are currently. Yeah. Oh, that's for the same nostalgia. You just said something. But what if you're not? I mean, I think we currently are are pretty happy with our current lives and where we're at. What about individuals who have had friendships break up? And they're in the wrong and, and they acknowledge that. They're in the wrong, they acknowledge that. And where they're at in their life, they're not really happy with. And part of that is the loss of the friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Like that core friend that they could talk to, they could do whatever with. So they're Molly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's why I feel like that middle one. Like I felt like a yearning for like, we were friends for so long. Like you guys were literally my family. I was friends with her and her husband. And so I was like, I missed, not only did I miss her, 
but I missed him too because he was like a brother to me. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I'm experiencing a lot of things and I always thought that you guys would be a part of those experiences. Mm. So I think that's where I was at with her. And that's why I wrote the letter. Cause I was just mm. like, if we're go, I at least need to acknowledge that I really miss you mm-hmm. and that how we got here is, I is not, I'm not happy with. So if we don't make it back to where you were, that's fine. But I need you to know that I miss you. Yeah. 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 I feel like that would be really hard. I feel like that's where like, I, I feel like I was like in a path with, like God, where I was starting to pray a lot for discernment and I was regarding it romantically because I was choosing some losers, but, um, (laughs) but it hit me in my friendship Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really expecting that. And I just realized, I think that that's when I realized that that wasn't the case. And I think that that's the only reason that I don't have as a Libra, I'm like very nostalgic, like very, very, like we'll look back on the past very fondly a lot and it can sometimes be a hindrance. But I think the reason that I don't with that relationship specifically is because I acknowledged so early on, like while we were still friends that it just wasn't meant to be forever. Like I felt like it's actually kind of ironic the way that I hate you, that (laughs) the way that you just described, um, like kind of being on the same path to the same direction is that's how I felt. Like I felt, but I just felt like we were like, I remember, like, walking into Sid. We had just gone to, like, New York together and come back. And I just was, like, Sid was, like, how's New York? And I was, like, you know, we're not going to be friends for forever. That's just how I feel. I was, like, on Sid's floor. And Sid was, like, in her bed in her room. And I was just in her room, in Sid's room, occupying her space, mm-hmm. laying on the floor, talking to her with my feet on the wall. Just, like, we just not going to be friends for forever. Mm. Like, I could never, like, as comfortable as I, like, I'm completely in your space. I know I'm not annoying you, even though this is completely annoying. Like, what I'm doing is 100% annoying. I know it's not irritating you at all. I'm just happy to be here, like, doing weird shit, mm-hmm. laying on your floor, mm-hmm. talking to you about this shit that has nothing to do with you, <laughs> talking to you about a relationship that has nothing to do with you, and you don't mind at all. Right. Right. You're my best friend. You don't give a fuck. But you're, it's fine that I'm doing this. Right. We will never be here. <laughs> That's what I know. Right. And um, just, like, feeling like we were like on a public bus. I just, I just feel like her and I are on a bus to the same destination and we happen to be in the same vehicle, Mm. but we're not going to be for long. Mm -hmm. And it's after we get out at this bus stop, like we're going to go our separate ways. And I I feel like I've acknowledged that, but she hasn't, Mm. but I don't know how to be friends with someone that I can't be honest with. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's precarious for me to tell her how I'm feeling about things that she's literally asking me. It's not even just like things that I'm holding an opinion about. I don't know how to have an honest friendship there. And if she doesn't want to, if I'm if she's condemning me weeks later after I say something for something that I said, that wasn't even one time she was upset because she was like, well, what do you think I should do about like the scenario with her and this like love interest? And I was like, I feel like he's living life and you're shackled by Mm. how his friends are regarding it. And I think that you need to forgive him, not for him, but like to be able to like move in a space where you guys have like Mm -hmm. mutual friendships where it's like, you don't feel like it's like sucking up air in the room. Like you just like need to like process it so that then you don't feel like you're cut off from like a whole sect of your friends. Like it doesn't, you're doing that to yourself and it doesn't make sense. Like you, you should free yourself from that. 
And she was like, I can't believe that you would just tell me to get over it. I can't believe that you would just tell me that I should forgive him. And I was just like, if that's what you heard, like, <sighs> I don't, I like, I don't, there's nothing I can do. Believe yeah. baby girl, because that's what we're saying. Dan. Right. Okay. So like, <laughs> Sai clearly does not like this friend. <laughs> Sai was there with me in the thick of it. Into the thick, thick of it. it. Into the thick of it. Um, uh, no. <laughs> like, I don't, come with me. Yeah. It, I mean, so like feeling like there's like space for that is like, how? Yeah. So you feel, what do you all feel like you have learned from these? <laughs> Not the deep sides. Right. Boundaries. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Yay. Um, communication. Okay. Like you said before, like there's different love languages. Um, I've learned to one, communicate that I need time, but also recognizing that time does not mean weeks or months. <laughs> or years you know what you mean like it, proud of you like it means i need time but also like recognizing that because just because i need time does my friends that are direct need closure mm. and so that you if you can respect my time i can respect your need for closure right. and we can come together but there needs to be that mutual respect when there is a disagreement i would say for me what i've learned is <clears throat> to i mean something that i probably apply to every aspect of my life is to not bottle up mm-hmm. what I'm feeling yeah. in regards to a situation or if I'm feeling a certain kind of way about something that was done, like to just not be a shit friend because in in some cases I was definitely a shit friend. Um, but when you're young and you make really dumb decisions, then you end up being a shit friend. Um, so I think that's probably some of the biggest things that I learned. I think for me, um, being true to myself, Mm. um, being true to myself meant that everyone else could do the same. And it opened up a lot of space for people that I didn't even realize needed it in my life until I was able to get into that space. And so that's helped with a lot of my friendships. And it's really kind of been my core way of moving ever since then, because I was just like, oh, like how many people you are blessed by because you're okay with being whoever you are. Yeah. You know, and that I think I think the hard part about um friendships in general um is nine times out of ten, depending on when you met people, you're still trying to figure out who you are mm-hmm. in the first place. So then you tie that to trying to um grow and hope that other people will grow with you or, you know, as Nicole said, one friend might have felt some type of way about who you are in one space, but you grew into another space and they're looking at you like, right. who do you think you are to even think well of yourself or want to be, you know, no longer be my flunky. But when we get into those spaces and, and knowing of who we who we are, the people who really truly love, truly love us, and I'm not saying that those friends didn't, but love us through the changes or through us getting to who we are, the ones who are going to stick around and the ones who we value anyway. And I'm not, you know, all the people that we mentioned, I don't think that they were um, in any way, shape or form less than. I just think that there are friends for a season. And I don't, I don't believe in making, um, the lesson I learned is not making myself smaller or larger, but just being myself and hoping that the people who stick well knowing that the people who need to stick around will yeah Yeah. i also learned too that like 
the people that love me are not out to get me. And I think sometimes, sometimes like in the heat of it, I'm thinking like, or like if something happens, I'm like, oh, they hate me. So Mm. now I have to like, I feel like I need to, before I was like, I need to get them how they got me or how I feel they got me. Mm. But instead of stepping back and being like, okay, this, this likely wasn't malicious. Mm. Like maybe you guys had a disagreement, but they, they love you. So like what's happening is a misunderstanding or a disagreement. It is not mean that they're out to get you. And so sometimes you have to, I learned to step back and take like remove myself a little bit from it Mm -hmm. and just really focus on what's happening and, and realize that this person, the person and the action are not necessarily like, because the action hurt my feelings doesn't mean that the person is malicious. If that makes sense. Right, yeah, right. Um, so I feel like I had to learn that too. Yeah. Can I ask I you a question? Oh. Oh, no, if you want to ask, I was just going to expand on boundaries. Okay. But no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead and boundaries. Um, I was just going to piggyback on kind of on what you said. Um, oh shit. Now I can't remember what you said, um, but I'll just expand on you boundaries. Yourself? Yeah. Yes. So I feel like um, uh, boundaries is important for me as a people pleaser. Uh, uh, as a learned behavior in my household Mm -hmm. has extended to relationships outside of my household. And that was something that I had to acknowledge about myself and place boundaries to protect myself in. But I think that um, sometimes I relent on my boundaries because I want to believe that people learned and grew Mm. maybe more quickly than they have. Mm -hmm. And so that sometimes would make me soft on my boundaries. And so um, trying to acknowledge places where you can give people space Mm -hmm. to grow and be like, because they wronged you doesn't mean that they're static, but that still doesn't mean that they have to have a space in your life. Um, Learning that uh, space was very difficult. Um, Staying true to my boundaries was very difficult as I felt guilty Mm. having boundaries a lot of times because I was feeling like, well, I had that boundary and we talked about it. So you learned your lesson. So I, this feels bad. So like you have learned and like, we can go back to how we were Cause that feels good. You right. know what I mean? Is, and that's what I'm seeking out of all of this. Right. Is, is like a lesson in and of itself. Um, but I think that holistically having really strong boundaries has really protected me in my heart as a person, mm-hmm. because it's not the same as like having walls up. It's giving people an opportunity to be who they are and mm-hmm. acknowledge whether or not that fits into yes. who they need to be or yeah. who you, you need, need in your be. life. Yeah. Yeah. And learning that dichotomy was hard, but a really great lesson for me in my longevity. Yeah. Aww. I did have one one question real quick. Um, I know we got to move on, but I do have another question. I'm interested in this. Have y'all, I'm, when I'm, learning as of late or hearing a lot of people say as of late especially amongst women is that there seems to be more of a difficulty to maintain or have friendships with women um outside of like tiff mentioned like when you were in school you had sports or anything else like that um because i'm hearing like a lot of women talk about jealousy or um you know fighting over men or whatever the case may be amongst women have y'all experienced that as adults, I feel like I felt that way in high school, college, okay. and I feel like as I've gotten older, it's no longer uh, and it doesn't feel like a competition anymore. Like it, right. and now I feel like when I meet women, it's genuinely a love, hmm. and if it's not like a necessarily like a we're gonna be besties, it's at least like a mutual respect. Right. Um. Dang. It's like I just don't feel like it's a catty thing anymore. I, 
like I said, naturally in high school and college, I kind of felt like we were kind of like all competing maybe for the same guy or like we all wanted the like that one football player, the basketball player, you know what I mean? Like it was like we were all kind of like collectively seeking one person. So it felt like a competition. Um, but now I'm like, oh, you're doing good. Like you're doing big things. Like, oh, I, you're doing this, this and this. Like, I love that for you. Like, right. tell me more. Like, how can we connect? How can we collab? Like, how can we how can we be in each other's space and uplift each other? I genuinely feel now that every single time I meet a woman, it's on some like you're a boss. Like, like, yeah, it's mm. all positive vibes. Like, let's just see how we can work to how we can move together in a positive way. Like I, I will say in, since I hit at least past my thirties, I've not met a woman yet that made me feel like hmm. she was trying to take me down. Whereas I probably felt more like that in yeah, my early twenties. I feel very similarly. And I feel like, I wonder what piece of that is like unlearning like patriarchal like tendencies. Mm-hmm. I, I do this every podcast. Sorry. Okay. But I, <laughs> I do like wonder like how much of that is like unlearning that like we are in competition and crabs in a barrel and all that type of shit yeah. that like we were brought up believing that we just don't believe mm-hmm. anymore. Like I just yeah. don't right. opt into that mentality anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Because even like just like being at your house and meeting that one girl, I was like, oh my God, like I met a girl today and I like got her number. Like I'm impressed with myself. You know what I mean? Like that's not something that young me would ever like even conceive. Like I used to be like, I don't have any girlfriends that I'm not teammates with. Like this mm-hmm. is like, I guess I'm just not suited for girls. Like I'm more suited to be like the guy's girl. And that's just like what I grew up believing about myself. Cause oh. I was a tomboy. Um, so I was 100% that girl. And I didn't ascribe it to me being against girls with me feeling like girls were threatened by me. Uh, and so I don't know if that is true or just like a believed mindset or what have uh, you, but I don't feel like that's the case anymore. And I'm really grateful because life would be lonely out here without feeling like you can just like make a connection with a girl at any time or like anybody that you meet. You know what I mean? You just never know. Yeah. 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 I, I would, I don't think that there's a competition anymore like it was when I was younger um, but something I'm working on with my my personal self is I don't typically have new friends. Friends mm-hmm. that I have are just no, my friends. friends. Is that going to be your song for the day, for the week? Potentially. <laughs> for the life. Um, for the life. <laughs> mainly, mainly because it's me that gets in the way of me. Like mm. when I get into a group of individuals, I'm like, oh, my God, they're great and they're succeeding. Eh, mm. Are you shit? Do you feel like <laughs> are you not doing group? enough? Uh, in some cases, mm. it it just depends on who who the crowd is. Like, yeah. it's like it's almost like you. It's like I'm kind of measuring myself to them a mm-hmm. little bit, yeah. and I shouldn't be. Like, mm-hmm. am I doing enough? Am I succeeding in life? Is like, which is why I try to stick with the you define your own success type yeah. thing. Yeah, because what some person's success looks like may not be somebody else's success, 100%. and your life may not look like mine, and my life may not look like yours. So it's like. It's something that, like I said, I personally struggle with, but I don't think that there's the level of competition like there used to be. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying I'm y'all are the only women I've heard say that in this age range. Really? Like, I keep running into, range? Yeah, I keep oh, running wow. into, but I also think that that might speak to not might <laughs> tripping. It very much speaks to who y'all are. Yeah, so, I was gonna say I think yes, it's a little and, bit of like feeling a little bit more secure with who I am as a woman now. Because yeah, right. I, was, I was thinking back, like when I first met my husband's friends, like there, there's like a they have a large group of friends of males and females. When I first met him, I felt very, and I felt like 
I was infiltrating a group that I wasn't welcome in, mm. at, le- at least in terms of the women. Mm-hmm. The men didn't. They don't care. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. But I did feel like that with the women. But I, I remember having a conversation with them. I'm like, oh, like, this is me. Like, maybe I mean, it probably was a little bit of a you, mm. but it was a lot of a, of a me thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially and, if they're, I feel like it's how people regard us at church mm-hmm. when they see, think that we're clicky because we're tight. Right. Yeah. And it's not that we are exclusive of other, it's that that we're just really inclusive of one another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not exclusive, but we're just really, really, really inclusive. And but I also feel like at church, I feel like I feel like there's I just feel like we vibe very well yeah. in that environment. Yeah. And so when I'm when I meet women in other environments, I don't immediately feel like a love or a welcome. I'm like, oh, you hate me, so I have to hate you too. Like <laughs> that's fair. And I have had like a mindset where I've just been like, do I pause it everything in the com competitive mindset or is that is this normal like any dynamic that is opposite is in competition with one another Mm, if it doesn't automatically if we're not automatically on the same team we're now on opposite teams and i'm just like is this a normal mindset because it feels like it may not be do i need to talk to a licensed professional about it and i don't know if i'm the only person that feels that way or posits uh dynamics in that way i feel like once i change my mindset of thinking you're not gonna like everyone in the room is gonna hate me i feel like once i change that i'm like oh like it doesn't okay. have to be confront. Like yeah. this doesn't have to feel tense. But how do you change it? I changed me. Yeah, it was oh, immediately okay. like I can't. I had to stop going into situations feeling like it's going to be combative or negative. Mm. And once I went in thinking this is going to be a good time, regardless. I'm going to have a good time right. regardless. I'm like be a good time. Yeah, I'm going to be a good time. I'm going to have a good time. We're going to vibe. Then the women no longer felt like in. Because they're trying to read you. Yeah. And And my energy came off negative. So they're receiving my negativity. Whereas if we both come in positive, we're just going to have a good time. Okay, here's my problem. Is like trying to change my mindset to be that and still giving off negative energy because I don't feel it. (laughs) So like, Mm -hmm. how do you do it? Because I have a hard time doing it autonomously. Like if I have a friend with me that I am actually having a good vibe with it's easier than to like give off a good vibe but like dolo in a situation where i feel like i'm being like like looked at like it's hard for me to feel like not the spectacle or not feeling judged even if i'm like okay if i even if i tell myself repetitively like they're not it's not negative they're not judging me nefariously like this doesn't have to be a negative situation i have a hard time pulling myself out Mm. Mm. Do you experience that or? Uh, yeah, you're usually tips? my person that like. I okay, so you, you do be rocking together. A lot of times when I'm feeling it, Carol, I'm like, I wish Carol was here. Yeah, she would pull like, me out of this. Because I feel like we have a lot of like mutual friends, so like I just like if he's gonna be there, I'm gonna be fine. Because oh, I feel. <laughs> Emily, if he's not there, I hope We're I know each other's one... crutch, Carol. Yes, I feel like I know if there's one other person there, I feel like I'll be fine. So like, um, because like I think feel like Patrick. I don't know how he is for you, but like. When I go somewhere with Shelton, it's usually his friends. He's like, Pew. like he's gone. <laughs> so I'm stuck trying to find the other person that I know in the room where I'm in the corner on my phone. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just praying you're going to show up. Yeah. Okay. Well, same. same I will say for me, what I find, if I feel that kind of energy, I lean in to it. 
Of course, you're the most you, jubilant person I know. Right. Like, of course you do. Okay. Right. Sorry, well, go ahead. Talk about it. I, I want to learn. helping, but gee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, like, so what does that mean? Let me take right. notes. <laughs> no, I mean, if I feel that energy coming off of somebody else, that's the person I go to. That's oh, so it's one. never you giving off that energy. I may be nervous, but nine times out of ten, I'm like, okay, I'm just. Uh, so you I, do it scared. I, it scared. Wait, wait. So you find the most stank person in the room and you befriend them? That's probably how she befriended if, me because I probably was like, let's just be honest. Yes. Scowling. And she was like, let me go talk to her so I can loose her up. I'm like, I don't want to loosen up. Leave me Look tight. at you. Wait, I'm... Yeah, because I'm nine like, times out of ten... But most why is that the why, person you go to? Um, what I found is that they're just as nervous as I am. Mm-hmm. I might not be showing it on the outside initially, but if I allow myself to stay in that state, I will. Mm. So I try to counteract it as fast as I possibly can by being like, all right, uh, you. And it doesn't always pan out that they're willing to talk or have a conversation. But nine times out of the ten, they give me a smile, whatever. And then if I'm not getting anything, then I got to move on. Because I can't, for me, I don't like being in that space of, like, being in that headspace for very long. Yeah. So if I can get out of it as fast as I possibly can, that's what I'm trying to do. So mm. I... I know people who just rock with it and they're in it, but then I'm just like, how long? The whole party? No, that's good. Because sometimes I'd be like, yep, whole party. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be trying not to bring that mindset to the party, but once it's at the party, I'm like, I guess we're here now. (laughs) Yes, that part. (laughs) I I think, honestly, it's, it has done me well, especially like moving here, not knowing anybody, trying to meet people. Yeah, That's the thing that has worked. But I think it's also because I didn't have much of a choice in the very beginning. And then I was like, oh, this works. Let me keep using it. You yeah. know? So yeah. it works for me in scenarios when I don't know a lot of other people. It just, I got to do it. Because if I don't, ooh, all night I'm like fidgeting and I like and trying yeah. to figure out and I hate that I don't know how y'all can do it for a whole night because I I, just I'm like, leaving. I don't I'm leaving we drink, I don't. I just, we drink. yeah oh, that's yeah. how yeah we get you're sober it. so that's in this situation and it's like oh I'm such the light of the party when I drink <laughs> that's what happens it's all the nervous energy just coming out okay. yeah and you don't social. care anymore at that point yeah. and then you just regret it in the morning <laughs> <laughs> was I overly social do they hate me now because right. I was too drunk but you, I will agree. Like you really don't know a stranger. I feel like you really don't. You, like you can find a friend anywhere. You should write a book, honestly. No. Like you and Shelton are very similar. It was like you guys don't know strangers. Blessed because <laughs> at Shelton's graduation party, I was like, who are all these people? Marvo. <laughs> Ask Shelton though; they're all his best friends. I believe it. I believe that he would tell me that. I was like, I don't, I don't know you. I don't know you. Yeah. yeah. Every three days, Chelsea's shouting out somebody's birthday in his IG stories. He, <laughs> I'm like, wow, you have a be lot friends, of good, people. Friends. So, and it's like for him, it's like gen. It's not even like a surface. Like, oh, look, I know so and so. He has genuine relationships with all these. Because I'll be like, oh, babe, like, can you give me like a small list of people you want to invite? And be like, yeah, here's my fifty best friends. I'm like, <laughs> I wholeheartedly <laughs> believe that. I do. And then he'll be like, oh, and that he's like, I got 50 more on standby just in case, like, someone says no. Meanwhile, I can't, I, I can probably count all my friends with two hands. So, you know what this made me think of? This made me think of when y'all got married and you were like, so I have to find bridesmaids. <laughs> Don't say that. That's not true. All my bridesmaids. All my friends. <laughs> you were in the back. <laughs> Okay, guys. 
guys, that was a joke, but because Carol got friends. Carol got friends. It no, was just funny because it was a lot it of It was us. because I think what you mean is I didn't want bridesmaids. Right. I wanted a maid of honor and a best man. Right. But because my husband has so, <laughs> so many right. friends, right. I had to have bridesmaids. Not that I don't have friends. I love you all. All of nine of you. Jesus. She has Carol so loves good. all of you. <laughs> oh god okay. and I'm about to have five more friendship breakups after this episode <laughs> thanks Nicole sorry I was joking why did your last friendship breakup happen Nicole <laughs> episode 13 so are you and Nicole still friends no no <laughs> Yes, we are half of <laughs> You're probably like, you and Tiffany think are my like lo- my longest friends now. Oh, that's probably. so cute. <laughs> probably. Yep. That's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> since we not never breaking up, I, we should probably move on to something lighter and, you know, go into our segment that we have. Um, that if you had to choose a song for how your week going, what would it be? Ready, set, go. Okay, everyone's looking at me, so I guess I'll go first. Um, I think we're coming off of a holiday week, so mine's uh-huh. going to be outstanding. Okay. Girl, you knocked me out. Because, you know, I've been off work, ate good, stuffed myself, spent time with my loved ones, feeling good. Right. Okay. Okay. Mine's going to be pressure. Because <laughs> that's what my waistband is feeling. I'm sick. I'm sick. Okay. Such a good song. It is. I know. Uh, I don't have one. I don't think I have one for this okay. week. Do you want me to come back to you? Yeah, come back to me. Okay, so, I mean, y'all know. And my family members that listen to this and support us, I appreciate you. So I just, everybody knows I have slight social anxiety. And when I'm in groups larger than this, then it makes me, it makes me anxious. But my family is like three, four times larger than this. So I have to give myself a friendly reminder and pep talk. We are family. (laughs) I got all my sisters with me. Literally all of them. (laughs) We are family. Come on, everybody. Let's sing. Oh. Oh. All right. Yeah. So that's my. All right. I think I'm going to go with, um. Little Gucci Man, uh, lemonade. Okay. Ooh, okay. Uh, lemon pepper wings. Uh, some lemon. Uh, what is it? Lemon pepper wings. Um, lemonade stand. All that. I feel like everything's gonna be. <laughs> what song is that? You don't know Gucci's lemonade. Oh, lemon pepper wings. I don't know. Right. All I thought was lemon pepper steppers. No, <laughs> that's all I thought. I knew the song. Then you threw me off with lemon pepper wings. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I know. She's gonna stop cheating and playing the song What's off YouTube. Right. We're not singing it. <laughs> right. Oh, no, everything. That's gonna be my song. But why me. is that your song? Um, cause I really want my mama's lemon lemon chest pie, and I'm not gonna have it this Thanksgiving. Lemon chest oh. pie. Are you going to have it for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> the smile. Y'all can see the smile that she got. 
Yes. All right. And hopefully some lemon pepper wings too. Lemon pepper wings. <laughs> I love them. Okay. Anyway, that's a black people standard. Yes. All right. So then we'll move, you know, we're going to move into our Afro shade, something that we know how to do wonderfully. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone feel lit? I'll go first. Um, let me say that this week, I know I probably have the same theme over and over and over again every week, I'm sure. Um, but I, I liked our, our, our last bit of the segment with regards to um, our friendship and our friendship and our friendships that we've had and the ones that we have uh, um, left, the ones that we have gained, regained, and the ones that um, we have gained in us. Um, and saying that, <laughs> saying that growth, growth and um, moving into uh, or stepping into who you are can be a really, really hard thing to do. You may not even know exactly what that looks like. There may be foot faults. There may be um, friendships that are lost. There may be um, people uh, that are only temporary moments in our lives and um, may not be there for the long term, or there may be individuals that you have to uh, call back into your life at a later point once you're once you've grown into this space um, that you're ready to move with with these individuals in a new way. And I'm saying all that to say that my um, afrochade is that everyone just take care of yourself even in these moments of us looking for friends and us trying to gain some perspective on what our lives um may look like with or without certain people if you're taking care of you the core of who you are regardless of whether or not other people are going to understand it friends are going to stay or going to go if you have some uh little bit of tips um <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Tiffany. Um, if you have a few disagreements or even um or recognizing the fact that you want to rekindle something, the main person you gotta take care of at the end of the day is you. Um these individuals, hopefully they'll stay or they'll at least understand where you are coming from in the moment if you decide to go back. But at the end of the day, if you aren't um, taking care of yourself, if you aren't loving on yourself, these friends, these associates, these people who are for, there for long term, those people who are there for short term, won't ever be able to respect you or love you the way that you need until you take care of yourself first. So that's my affirmation for everyone this week. Thank you, Pastor Saya. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I'm going to start mine with a quote from Alex L. And she says, um, Gentle reminder, it's normal to miss people when relationships end. It's also normal to choose not to go back and repair the relationship. Let's normalize reflecting on the good times without the need or pressure to rekindle. Um, and with that, I just want to say, um, as we grow, there are going to be relationships, platonic or romantic, that are seasonal. And that it's okay to recognize that your season with someone has ended and that it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. Um, and that it's okay for us, like as I said earlier, for us to grow and to grow apart. But if you are in a situation where you, um, do miss a friend, like you, 
don't let your pride get in the way of reaching out to that person. Even if it's just for like your own um, closure um, and just letting them, just putting it all out on the table. I think as we get older, it's okay. We are no longer scared of being vulnerable and it's okay to be vulnerable with the people that you love Mm -hmm. and that um, that doesn't make you weak. So one, I would say if there's someone that you love and that you miss and that it, it's a genuine thing that could be, um, let me back up. I think if it's so much on your heart where you keep thinking about it and you can't stop thinking about it, that might be a sign that you need to reach out to that person. Mm-hmm. So if there's someone that you need to reach out to, I would say use this as your sign to reach out. Whether or not they um, reciprocate that, is not on you, mm. but you've done your part to at least get the closure that is needed. But also at the same time, as the quote said, it's okay if it's over. Um, and you should be okay with that as well. Um, but uh, we're not in competition with each other. You know what I mean? Like real friendships are not rooted in competition. They're rooted in love. So yes. as long as you remember that, then it's all good. Um, I would like to affirm that it's okay to acknowledge where you may have missteps in previous relationships. Mm. It is not, um, it doesn't have to harm your ego or your personhood, or your character. You can acknowledge where you've misstepped and make those apologies, make those concessions and um, move on. It may be better for your mindset, maybe better for their mindset, um, but it doesn't have to be like an L. I feel like in the past, we feel like sometimes we want to own relationships where it's like, no, I didn't, they wronged me. But that doesn't have to be, like, even if a relationship that you've had has ended, a platonic relationship that you have has ended and it was because of something that you did, like, it's okay to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to grow from that, to acknowledge it, and to move on. It doesn't mean that maybe that's exactly what was supposed to happen in your life. And maybe that's exactly what was supposed to happen in theirs. Like, that's completely fine. It doesn't have to be shied away from or vilified or any of that. Um... And I just want to acknowledge that whichever way your relationships have gone, they played out exactly the the way that they were supposed to in order for you to be where you are today. Amen. Amen. So um, I'll just leave you with this quote. Hardest pill I had to swallow was realizing if someone isn't made for you, God simply will not let there be sp- peace between you two. Whether it be a friendship, relationship, or whatever, you cannot force something to be that's not in his plan. Amen. And that's it. Mic drop. Yeah. That's, that's platonica otherwise. Put all of the things in between. Yes. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you for joining us again, guys. Yeah. See y'all in two weeks. Bye. 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 Peace out.